Welcome to another episode of the Nothing in Moderation podcast, coming to you live from the multi-million dollar Nothing in Moderation studios. sit here in silence and and let people listen to us breathe it'll be like i don't know if you ever watched the show wonder shows in no so uh it was called kids show at one point in wonder shows and it was the most out of control clearly drug inspired thing mm-hmm. and they used to do skits where they'd have kids probably seven or eight years old ask questions to people like they'd stand outside of the bathroom a public bathroom when someone walked out they'd go sir why didn't you wash your hands you know and they just did all kinds of stuff. Well, there was an episode where they split the screen into four squares mm-hmm. and they ran the episode forward in one of the squares. They ran it forward, mirrored in one of the squares. They ran it backward in one of the squares and backward mirrored in one of the squares and just ran the whole episode the whole way through with the audio and everything. And that was the whole episode. And it was just, you couldn't pay attention to anything. Yeah, that's that's that seems terrible. It's like an Andy Kaufman style mm. gag. You know what's funny? You mentioned people not washing their hands after they go <laughs> to the bathroom. So I I pay attention to people's shoes. Partly because I like shoes, but also because of the stigma about penis size? No, because damn it. Um <laughs> maybe. I didn't want to talk about that on this show. I okay. wanted to talk about it on our other show. We'll, we'll um, save the wiener conversation for later. The, uh, but people it's so I can like I like in the bathroom at work, I can I can tell you who's in the stall based on their shoes. Okay. That also allows me to unfortunately know which people I work with that don't wash their hands after they go to the bathroom. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a uh, it's usually an awkward situation when you know shortly after me finding out they don't wash their hands after the bathroom, I'm only willing to elbow bump them because uh, that's oh my god. I mean, there's always the argument I don't. I don't mess on my hands, but I mean, you're touching everything in the bathroom. You should, you should still be washing. Yeah, for real. I feel like that's something that everybody in every political category can get behind is wash your fucking hands. Yeah. Hopefully. If you can't turn us, turn us off right now. We don't have time for you. I don't know if you've heard the saying, there's two types of men in the world. The men who wash their hands before they go to the bathroom mm-hmm. and the men with dirty penises. Yeah. <laughs> Never heard that saying before. But I like it. Oh, I, I used to say that fairly often. Mm, it seems like some shit you would say. I like to wash before I touch myself. Yeah, got to keep it clean. That's good. Well, all right, everybody. Welcome to uh, Nothing in Moderation. Uh, I am Mike here with my bestest friend Travis. That's me. We are hanging out in the multi-million-dollar uh, studio uh, for the first time since we started this. It's actually freezing, freaking cold uh, outside. So we're out here in the wind and. The elements behind the this year's dumpster. It's it's Florida freezing. To be yeah. fair, it's in yeah, the 40s. it is it's Florida freezing. I I don't own a jacket and currently do not plan to. Well, I plan to purchase one once I find the right one. I saw but, you were you were searching around for a 
a small time vendor of hoodies so you could support small business. It's seeing I I just as I've gotten older, one of my things is like I want to I want to try to only buy things once. And if that means buying used and it's, you know, something of high quality, or I also want to support friends or small businesses, friends of friends. Like I don't, right. I'm so tired of giving my money to large corporations that just in the end of the day, pretty much probably don't care about people. Oh, you know, when, when it, I don't care, I'm sure there are ones out there that do, but the vast majority of them don't give a shit about people. No, you're a number and, and an yeah. income source. So I, I, you know, I definitely uh, would rather go that route, which is why I haven't rushed to buy one because I just haven't found anything that like I, you know, want to support or. It's interesting to think about buying a, a 30 to $40 hoodie and doing a lot of investigative work to find yeah. out, do they print it themselves? Do they mm-hmm. design it themselves? Where or are they made? literally just subbing it yeah. all out? Well, and, and I, I don't necessarily want your $20 Walmart hoodie with, <laughs> with, an, iron on, an, iron with an iron on, <laughs> you know, deal on it. Like if that's what you do, that's cool. But that's you know, I would I would rather have something that, you know, you sourced and and you know the as much of it you could is made locally or at least in the U.S. and you know because that that kind of stuff's important to me. Like I, I like to know where things come from. So. Uh, one of the wife's best friends has a business doing stuff like that. She hand makes mm-hmm. uh, dresses for the kids and. You know, she's made the Halloween costume. She made Ashley's prom dress when they were in high school yeah. and stuff like that. She's just super crafty. And she owns a little business. I think it's Pink Mermaid Designs. Mm-hmm. And uh, her husband's in the military. And they were taking old, like, uh, throwaway uniforms, mm-hmm. like the the utilities or the chucks, depending on what, yeah. bran- what branch you're in. And she would take those and turn them into like purses and satchels and backpacks that like the kids could wear them to school and stuff. So she's repurposing all of it. I bet we could talk to her about making a hoodie Probably. for that'd, you as well. Be, cool. be a, a one-off thing and you can pick, you know, yeah. some of the fabric and go from there. Yeah, maybe. I don't know that I want to get that creative with it. But, you know, if nothing else if nothing else materializes, I'm, you know, that's what I'm left with. And I think it's a an interesting little side venture that she mm-hmm. does because she enjoys being that kind of crafty and it mm-hmm. you can if there's any women that listen to the yeah, show and they I want a one-off it. purse or mm-hmm. you know a shoulder bag or something that's if something she does if there were any women they've already stopped listening right so the, <laughs> they didn't they, they downloaded their first episode <laughs> made it about 10 minutes in sweet jesus you just snotted all over yourself that's cool at least it was all over me See, this is why you wash your hands before you pee yeah that way you don't rub your never mind <laughs> no dick snot yeah <laughs> um Make sure you guys check us out on uh, all of our social media. We are at Nothing in Mod Pod, pretty much anywhere you would like to find us. Um, in the bio of any of those now, we have a link to, um, it's called a link tree. So it basically takes you to a landing page that gives you links to download us on iTunes or, you know, get to our Twitter or Instagram, whatever. So um, check that out. Um, and just make sure you guys are liking, subscribing, and sharing as much as you can to uh, help get us out there. Um, the, uh, what, what the fuck? Oh, God damn it. See, quit hitting all the buttons. I know. I'm sorry. See, sometimes I, I, I press buttons and I don't know what they do. And then I have to stop and read the things that pop up like an old man. I don't know what this means. So that, uh, the same young lady I was telling you about Mm -hmm. that makes all the, the custom purses and dresses and stuff. I told you to start with, she makes dresses for, for the kids and the littlest, one is in the Girl Scout, so don't know if you know this. Oh my god, it's Girl Scout cookie oh, season. Oh, it is. Um, 
I'm never sure if that's a once a year thing or if it just seems to happen a lot. It's a once a year thing. Okay. But I guess the campaign, the idea behind it is sell 5,000 boxes of cookies mm-hmm. at, at three times the normal price. And it pays for the kids to go to some sort of camp, camp or whatever. Yeah. It's interesting that the friend put it out that her daughter's selling all these cookies and that not only is it an opportunity for them to sell the cookies and, and go to camp and, you know, there's a charity every year that they pair up with. Like mm-hmm. last year it was, you could buy a box of cookies and send them to the troops. Yeah. But it's a good learning opportunity for the kids to be told no. So it just not only do they get to sell cookies to hopefully earn something, there's a lot more lesson that in theory the kid can learn than just I have to sell the cookies because somebody's going to tell you no and you can't be hurt over it. No, I can't buy cookies. So when it came time to ask us about it, I was like, just tell her no. She said we're allowed yeah, to. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Give me an out. I'm taking it. And now she's like, no. Oh, man. I the, the <coughs> See, we, we have, uh, we've, we've already had a coworker come around with a box of cookies asking if anybody wanted to buy them. And I, I shamefully said no immediately. Just get it out of the way. You just, don't want the Thin Mints? I, no, I got I've never liked Thin Mints. Yeah, I'm, I know. Unpopular opinion. It's fine. I'm a caramel delight guy. That's what Which I like. Those? those are the, the ones that are caramel chocolate, and then they have little flakes of coconut in them. They're the round ones with the, the hole round in the ones. With, yeah, yeah, yeah. They look kind of like a cookie donut. Okay. Yeah. No, was, the Thin Mints in the freezer. Mm, it's just like Kit nope, Kats in the nope. freezer. It's the right way to eat them or you don't eat them at all. Speaking of Kit Kats, so one of the people I work with had their little candy cup on their desk, and in it, they had sweet cinnamon Kit Kats. Tasted like a chocolate covered churro. The most delicious Kit Kat I've ever put in my mouth. And I put a lot of Kit Kats in this gullet. I think it's funny we're not even ten minutes in, we're back on food. Yep. Hey, it's you know, it's what it's what we like. Food makes us happy. Food, sleep. Yeah. Occasionally alcohol. Yeah. Yeah, I heard you uh, fell off the wagon. Yeah. Made it I think we made it sixteen days before overdoing <laughs> it again. <laughs> before life got a hold of you and you gave up on Yeah, we not just drinking. got you know. We're we're pretty home body people. We don't yeah. really go out very much for anything ever. If we can help we're it, fucking no. hermits. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> come hour forty six on the weekend of not having anything to do. Mm-hmm. You know, we've already handled all the dogs and the laundry and the yeah. cleaning and and the goats and you know soon the bees. Yeah, yeah. the uh, we're like, all right, we're gonna go get tequila. <laughs> You, did you actually go get it, or did you have it delivered? We went and got it. Oh, okay. That's surprising. <laughs> well, I mean, it both is and it isn't because we we take advantage of the Uber Eats and the yeah. Instacart and all that stuff. But but both in defense and not defense of us in this situation, the tequila that we drink, you can't buy a handle of it mm. on Instacart because the ABC that they go to doesn't have handles. The hell? They just have the 750s. Wow. So for us to buy the adult size bottle to justify the price per unit being lower and how much we're going to drink, we had to go to our local uh, Indian-owned those, liquor store. Those decisions are why I'm glad I'm just not a big drinker. Because like it's it's nothing for me to get like a the 750 right. and it sit in my fr- – I've had a bottle of Tito's that is at least two months old because I just don't drink that much. Well, in – you have better control over your temptations mm-hmm. because if it's in the house, we're going to end up drinking it. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying all in one night. I mean, we're going to drink way too much in one night for anybody's standards. Yeah. Thankfully, again, we don't go out and we're not doing yeah. anything. We're staying at home, which makes us alcoholics. Yeah. 
But that's, that's very true. But you know, it's like, all right, well, we went and got it on Friday, and Friday, Saturday. I mean, whenever I told you, I, I fell. Well, off. You said it was hour forty six of your weekend. So yeah, unless well, your weekend, weekend starts, starts out earlier. <laughs> but uh, no, I think we, I think we went and got it on Saturday, mm-hmm. and normally, you know. Two handles will last us like Saturday and Sunday mm-hmm. and maybe Friday night. Two handles? Yeah. Sweet Jesus. Yeah. So no, so two handles will last us three days. A handle will last us sometimes two days. And, that, God. and that's evening drinking. That's not like hanging out and drinking throughout the day or you yeah. know, at the pool, which we're not doing in the wintertime. I was going to say. It you know, doesn't seem like pool in there outside. Go rake the goat pen and, <laughs> and be doing shots of tequila out there with a, the goat shit. That'd be kind of cool. But no, so we did that. And then, so it <laughs> it's like the, the year that I made all those Jello shots. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, we ran out of Jello, but we still have vodka. So let's go buy more Jello. Well, now we ran out of vodka and we have a lot more Jello. So let's buy more vodka. And you just keep going. Yeah. So... The tequila's gone. Yeah. The vodka's gone. Yep. And Sunday we wanted to drink wine or whatever it was. So I went out and bought she oh, she wanted champagne for mimosas because uh-huh. it's like brunchiness, but without having to go out. Yeah. So I got two bottles of champagne and I got two bottles of wine. Is that where the eighty three dollar bottle of champagne at CVS came from? Yeah, we'll come we'll circle okay. back to right, that. Cool. I just want to make sure. But so then Monday comes around and we're not all right, we're done drinking for the week. We'll worry about if we're drinking again on the weekend when the weekend gets here. And then we're bored. And then she's like, well, there's still a bottle of champagne left and a bottle of wine left. And I was like, yeah, but you know that's not enough. <laughs> if we're going to start drinking, we're going to drink too much. Yeah. And then surprisingly, we just drank the two bottles. and Because you can't do anything in moderation? Correct. Ah. So then I ate a handful of CBD gummies after drinking two <laughs> bottles of wine and nice. then I went to bed. Nice. So, but yeah, so <laughs> she sent me down to CVS to pick up. The two bottles of champagne for mimosa. It's the weirdest place in the world to go buy champagne from. It's the closest. Yeah. Um, and I know they have it. Yeah. So I come around the corner and I'm trying to figure out where it is. And I'm like, all right, I know I got to get an extra dry and a brute, which we can go into that if we no, need to. No, no, we cannot. I don't know what that means. And I don't want to know. But there's, you know, the yellow tag at CVS that says CVS price. Yeah. And then the regular price if you're not a member. Mm-hmm. And the CVS price on a bottle of champagne was like $83. That's insane. That's that's got to be the most expensive thing you can buy at CVS. Well, no, because they have a pharmacy. So, can, can you buy one of something in the pharmacy for that price? Yeah, you can buy one prescription for much more than eighty three dollars. Mm. We're not getting into healthcare. No, we're not. <laughs> I already I already struck that from the list. That's for the podcast that we're going to do about politics one day. Well, someday, it's on the list up there, so it's got to happen. Is it? Yeah, it's on the on the I, whiteboard. I, I can't see the list. It's no, behind yeah. me. You should probably look at that every now and then. Also, I'm staring at where it says things not to talk about. And food. food is there, and we, <laughs> we are right back on it. At least we didn't hit all the fast foods yeah. again. I did, however, just hear somebody else on YouTube. He was trying McDonald's Japan and McDonald's the United mm-hmm. States, and he went on the almost word for word the same tirade you did about the best French fries being from McDonald's and then talked about some of the other fast food places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's well, just wrong. Uh, sure, sure. All right. Well, moving right along because that's, we don't want to, I'm not getting back into that with you. Don't get me started. You're going to get me started. 
the uh so i think we both uh managed to get banned from social media in some form or fashion this week did you i caught a 24-hour ban on facebook and i think you got banned from uh our politics on reddit yeah, i did which nice. i didn't realize you could get banned from a subreddit yeah i didn't know you could well, i knew you could i knew they could ban you because i'm in that uh our pyongyang the one the north korea one right and like they will they will if you talk bad about north korea anywhere else on the reddit they will find it and they will ban you but that's not just all a joke or is that actually? It's a satire subreddit, but okay. they take it seriously enough that like Got they it. search out the users, and if you're in there and say something negative about North Korea, they just ban you from it altogether. Oh, well, I got banned from our politics yeah. commenting. Yeah, so I'm still allowed to read. I saw you sent me a screenshot from it afterwards, so I'm like, oh, I can still read. So. Yeah, I mean, I quoted Thomas Jefferson. Somebody mm-hmm. was, somebody went into the whole. Well, if during the impeachment proceeding, if whatever branch of government refuses to cooperate with whatever branch of government or with whatever person, mm. what's our next step? Because in theory, you're already several tiers deep. And someone said, take to the streets and you may need to exercise your constitutionally guaranteed rights to certain things, whether it's first amendment, yeah. second amendment, both. And I posted the quote from Thomas Jefferson, where he made the comment to the effect of from time to time, the tree of liberty needs to be refreshed with the blood of, mm-hmm. you know, the bad and the good alike. Yeah. Booted. Nice. Because I was apparently calling for violence and I was like, wow. that quote's 200 years old. <laughs> so we got booted for similar reasons then because I got booted for hate speech uh, because I mentioned that I hate white people. Um, <laughs> for those of you that don't know, I are white people. Um, the... The context was that this somebody shared a video of it was a child who filled like drank a took a big swig of milk, held it in their mouth, laid down on the floor on their back, opened their mouth, and then a Labrador or some large dog came and licked the ma- the, the milk out of their mouth. It's some shit only white people do. Yes, and I I've been I've been blocked from Facebook before. For as, as long as three days for similar instances. There really? Was, there was one where there was a video. It was one of those child or baby shower reveal things. And these fucking people had an alligator that they had bite down on the balloon. And like there's kids playing within striking distance of this fucking alligator. But he had a balloon. Yeah. Well. He was a trained gator. <laughs> I guess so. But I said, I said in that one, fucking white people. Well, that's all that, I said. And that's clearly white people from southeastern United States. Yeah, definitely. Not- <laughs> yeah. But I still, all I said was fucking white people. Three-day ban for hate speech. You know, that exact phrase, fucking white people. Uh-huh. I've said that before. I, my buddy Chris Diaz, yeah. who in case you can't figure it out, is Spanish, yeah. had posted something at one point. Uh-huh. And it was clearly like a fucking white people mm-hmm. thing. And I said that and I got booted. Yeah. And they said, yeah. you can appeal this if it's the it same group that you belong nope, to. And it I was like, work. wait a minute. They don't so hear Facebook it. admits that you can use, you know, much more graphic But when words. you appeal under that reason, they they almost, they immediately denied mine. Really? Yeah. Like I was like appeal and selected, you know, I am a member of this group. Less than 10 minutes later, I got a thing back and said, nope, still banned. I got a post from 2017 (laughs) just the other day, and I don't know how much I can go into it. But it was was a a picture on top of a bridge, a railing where people are known to jump off the bridge and into into traffic and, you know, attempt to kill themselves. And on the railing, when you're facing the railing carved into that edge – it says something about don't do it. Life's too beautiful. You're loved or something like that. Yeah. 
And on the top of the railing, someone scrolled real big. It says, do a flip. And then F word for gays. Yeah. F word for gays. Yeah. And, you know, I don't really, I don't like that word. Yeah. No. I, I will admit that there's a gay gentleman that I am friends with mm-hmm. that uses that word to say. He's allowed to. Well, he's like, F's like me make yeah. F's like what are current possible because yeah. we blaze the way type deal. Yeah. Funniest fucking guy in the yeah. world. But he's but, allowed to. So that's fine. Right. But. You know, so I saw this and it just, it rang true because mm-hmm. I was used to dealing with suicide and stuff being yeah. a cop and, and it was just the difference in opinion between yeah. how people should handle it if they are suicidal or something yeah. in nature. And it was fine on Facebook up until like three days ago. So it was up there yeah. for almost three yeah. years before it's, it got caught. It's almost like they, the, it's almost like the, cause I've, I've had things taken down before too, but it's almost like they use the memories feature on Facebook as a way to double check the shit you used to do. Probably. Like, cause I've had stuff in there I deleted that I was like, ah, I can't believe I said that. Like that, that couldn't have been me. Like I, I had to be drunk or something. And I remember specifically when I put it up there, I wasn't drunk. Like I just, I'm like, I got to delete this. This is bad times. Well, I just always assume if someone says, Hey, do you remember when Mm-mm. The chances are I'm not going to because yeah. I was drunk. Yeah, well, that's that's pretty that's pretty obvious. That's with you. <laughs> Standard equipment. Yeah, <laughs> it's good times. <laughs> it's it's something, man. Yeah, the, uh, I just don't. I don't. I just don't get it. Like I really don't. Fucking white people. Fucking white people. That's actually this should be the name of the episode. We should name this episode "Fucking White People." See how so, quickly it gets taken down. I worked at at a warehouse mm-hmm. for for Starbucks and Chick Fil A. Um, Chick Fil A. The mm-hmm. place in the mall. Mm-hmm. Well, the clientele is typically fucking white people. Mm-hmm. Always. The warehouse staff mm-hmm. was typically not. Like, uh, well, yeah. I think it was me and one other white guy. Mm-hmm. He's probably 20 or 30 years older than me. I mean, I'm sure somebody expects me to explain a, a complex dynamic, but it, it literally wasn't. Everybody was super pleasant with each other. Nobody mm-hmm. gave a shit that, you know, black, white, Spanish, anything. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I asked... A couple of the guys that I was more friendly with, one of them was a black guy and one was a Spanish guy from Central America. And I was like, hey, man, do you guys ever just look at something and know a white person did it? <laughs> and they're like, what? I'm like, do you ever just sit and go, oh, yeah. man, fucking white people? <laughs> and they just both stared at me like I was yeah. nuts. And I was like, listen, yeah. I, get I, it. I know <laughs> that people say... You know, fucking black people or fucking yeah. Spanish people when they see yeah. certain things, yeah. whether it's accurate or not. What are some of the things that you're like, fucking white people mm-hmm. when you see shit like that? And they're like, well, lifted trucks. <laughs> so then they, they're like, we know that's a white guy. Yeah, 99% of the time. But it's it's always funny to uh-huh. to take a step back and realize mm-hmm. everybody kind of looks at everybody that way. Yeah. And, you know, have fucking women drivers mm-hmm. or, or whatever it is. <laughs> Good luck, everybody else. <laughs> It's one of the funniest episodes of Family Guy ever. But, you know, that's like when we watch videos of Russian people doing crazy mm-hmm. shit. Like, I'm going to do a handstand on top of a crane. No, I'm good. A hundred stories mm-hmm. up nope. or going to hang off. And mm-hmm. I'm like, man, they're not today. braver than I. They nope. got more grip strength. Listen, I have a heart attack watching those videos and, and nightmares usually following shortly after that. It's all bad. It's bad times. The, uh. Uh-oh. Uh, 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 God damn it. it! Happened again. <laughs> I made it further. This I made it like twenty three minutes this time. I had an F and white people moment mm-hmm. when I was working at at the Starbucks mm-hmm. in Chick Fil A. I was on a delivery, and we're in a semi truck. There's only so many places you can park a semi truck near a Starbucks <laughs> and make sure you can unload it. Yeah. So, 
the guy who's driving the truck is running the milk in mm. while it's parked and I'm unloading all the, all the dry stuff, the coffee and, yeah. and, and all the other crap. What? Starbucks has coffee? I think so. Holy shit. Um, so I'm, I'm stacking my, my dolly and trying to come down on the lift gate or whatever in attractive, younger white woman mm-hmm. with light hair wearing a, a skirt short enough. She probably needs two hairdos to go out that night. <laughs> Comes walking out carrying her cup of coffee and she's like, uh, excuse me. Yeah. How long are you going to be here? Well, I'm just trying to unload the truck. Well, you parked me in. Okay. Well, I can't move the truck. Yeah. Well, firstly, I don't have a CDL. Yeah. And, and secondly, there's nowhere to go because mm-hmm. we have to back back out. Yeah. And she's like throwing a fit and yelling at me. And I was like, ma'am, I understand. But the longer you keep me here, the longer <laughs> it takes me to get this done. Yeah. And just... It's the entitlement. It's mm-hmm. that first world problem first thing world that problems. we talked about. Yeah. It's like the time I heard some girl screaming when there was the Ebola outbreak. Yeah. You know, and she's like about no vanilla mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever pump it was that yeah. she wanted. She's like, this is worse than Ebola. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I I would have had to have said something if I had heard that. Like I, I, I just keep, just keep it pushing. <laughs> I can't. I can't deal with people that do that shit. Like it's not that serious. There's nothing. And maybe it's because I worked in fast food for as long as I did. But there's there, – <laughs> stop looking at the board. Um, I just – like I try to treat service employees just a little bit better because I know how terrible people are to them. Like I – Absolutely. I had a lady one night call me an, an effing uh, retard. I don't know why I bleeped the effing and left the retard part in there, but whatever. I said the soft part loud and the loud part but, soft. Well, she <laughs> – I was, I remember I was working at McDonald's and she would come in all the time and nothing was ever good enough. Like if you weren't pulling her fries from the the fryer and putting them in the box, she didn't want them. Like if they even were in the bin for more than five seconds, she didn't want them. And she would always send back sandwiches and shit. So it's McDonald's. She, well, she got her order to go one night. So well, your boy went ham. So I was running around the back, like uh, acting like a chicken because she ordered a chicken sandwich this time. And I'm like, burk, burk, running around the back. And she that was when she said, is that guy effing retarded? And, I, <laughs> and I, I, I heard that. So when the little clamshell thing came up to for me to pull the, the meat off the grill, I pushed that bitch back down again. I'm going to burn that chicken. And then uh, it came back up again. And I pushed that bitch back down one more time. And then I proceeded to put it on there with like three pumps of mayonnaise and a, uh, just like two little strands of lettuce. She's probably the happiest she's ever been with that. Sandwich. Probably. And I sent that bitch right on out the window. Never came back. It's my well done steak. But, ketchup. but because I've, I've dealt with shit like that. Like I try to be as nice to them as possible and will make comments to people that are being dicks to them just because it's not, you know, it's not good times. Yeah, I, I mean, I remember being in a Wendy's and the poor kid behind the counter is like 15 years old. And, you know, we come walking in behind this older guy, uh, probably in his 60s or 70s. And then what apparently was his son, who's like late 40s or 50s. And as the door's closing, I catch it. And my friend Aaron and I walk in and they get to the front of the line a little ahead of us. And he starts, you know, he orders some whatever and gets a dollar baked potato. So then all their food comes out and we're ordering and the baked potato's not out. And the guy's like screaming at this 15-year-old kid about the baked potato and what's wrong with her and where is it? And I just looked at him like, hey, man, the fuck's your issue? It's like, oh, no, no, you don't know how long I've been here. And I'm like, I walked in behind you. Yeah. You really think yelling at a 15-year-old kid's going to get your dollar fucking baked potato to you any sooner or any better? Nope. And stomps off. It's going like, to make it worse, I promise. I, I, 
just treat people decent, man. Nobody's too hard. Nobody is your servant. And even if they are your servant, they're still a human being. Yeah. It's too much work to treat people decently. (laughs) I feel like it takes a lot less energy. Yes, please. Thanks. Bye. (laughs) Why the fuck is there pickles on my sandwich? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I touch terrible times. God. Pickles on sandwiches, just, it's nightmares for me. It's not my jam. No. (laughs) So you have a note on here, and I I have to, because we're kind of on food, it says hot dog cart and threw a shoe at him. (laughs) Yeah, so. (laughs) I need to hear about that. God, back when Metallica toured, which now we're going to get sued, when Metallica did a summer sanitarium tour for, uh, oh, that album that they didn't remix, they didn't mix properly in the studio, they just left it raw. St. Anger or something. Anyway, so they did a tour, and on the tour Every was... Every Metallica album is trash. <laughs> you go home. Um, Basura. It was Metallica, Limp Biscuit, Linkin Park, Sweet. Deftones, and Mudvayne. Okay. So it was an interesting show. It was like 70 bucks a person, and actually I went there uh, before I was dating my now wife. She happened to be there, too, and kind of ditched her boyfriend while we were there, and her and I just hung out, mm-hmm. you know. But we had a whole group of friends and foreshadowing, right? We at the time, Limp Biscuit was not headlining, but they were second billing because they were fairly big at that point. But myself and my friends had kind of gotten past that rap, rap, rock, talentless garbage. And what? Go on no, and no, uh, keep digging a hole, right? So, so Fred Durst is doing their set, and he comes. <clears throat> it's at the Citrus Bowl. Mm-hmm. And between the bleachers and the field where general admission is, they've made a path like 20 feet wide and he's walking around and singing. Well, he gets all the way to the back of the crowd, which is where we are. Yeah. And he climbs up on top of like a snack cart or a hot dog cart and he's like singing and we're giving him the finger or whatever it is. And he gives us the finger and he's like, fuck you. And I don't even remember how we came up with a spare shoe. We (laughs) threw it at him (laughs) while he was on the (laughs) fucking snack cart. And you know, he's got to dodge it like, like jump, like W Bush did. (laughs) Like dip, dodge, duck, (laughs) dive and dodge. dodge. Yeah. Well, he gone. No, but, uh, so he ends up off the snack (laughs) or like W that's funny. I forgot about George W having a dodge shoe. Fool me once. But, Fool me can't get fooled again. But but yeah, so he gets down off of the cart and goes back up on stage and yeah. doesn't do that the bullshit That's anymore. Smart. But dude, we were laughing so hard. I bet. You know, committing a felony. But I, I think the, my favorite part of that story is not not knowing where the shoe came from. I don't remember whose shoe it was or who, how we even found a who shoe. Who went home shoeless? Nobody in our group, I don't think. Uh, Ashley so never would have given up her shoe. No, we probably yeah. stole someone's shoe. That's that's terrible. Maybe we maybe it was people. Fred Durst's shoe and we were I, trying to return it. No. No, that's not. I, you know what? Actually, that reminds me uh, in kindergarten. I remember this is the only thing I remember from kindergarten. I went to a school, the, it was in the middle of a neighborhood. <laughs> is this coming back to the chicken story? No, <laughs> it was, it was in the middle of like a neighborhood though. And so there were houses on all sides of the playground. So I get into this altercation with a kid on the playground and I take his shoe off and I throw that fucking thing over the fence into somebody's backyard next to the doghouse. Uh, I ended up in the principal's office. My mom had to come get me. And like, I, but I, I when they asked me what I was doing and I was like, I, I didn't realize I was throwing it that far. I've been playing baseball for several years at this point. I knew exactly how far I was throwing that fucking shoe. I was very aware. Like, I knew my, I, I threw that shoe with every bit of purpose. They thought I did at the time. They're like, Michael Alcock, did you or did you not throw that shoe? I did. Bitch, I might've. Bitch, I might've. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I might be. 
Oh, man. Those are good times. Kindergarten was good times. Actually, that's the only thing I remember from kindergarten. Just throwing some kid's shoe It only fence. sticks out because, like, I, I remember having to, like, have my mom come and get me and, like, you know, wait in the principal's office because they sent me home for the rest of the day after that shit. Mm. So. Shoeless Joe waiter jumped off that bridge I talked about? Probably. So, whatever. I don't know him. Not my problem. That's... <laughs> That's another first world problem. Yeah, that's another first world <laughs> I got problem. sent home early from school for throwing a kid's schnikey over the fence. Yeah. I think it, I feel like it was a boat shoe. I want to say it was a boat shoe. You grew up in Rollins land? No. Um, I grew up in Ocoee, technically. Yeah. This is, well, in Ocoee, this is when I was going to kindergarten. Was when we lived in Ocoee. I grew up in Orlando on the, on the mm. east side. So, I'm, I'm throwing a gang sign. No, you're not. I'm trying. It's not. You're just waving your hand around in the air. That's not a gang sign? No, it's not a gang sign. I mean, just waving your hand around is not a gang sign. When you do other things with your fi- with your fingers, when you when you do all sorts of twistle shit with your fingers, twistles. That's that's different. Uh, you don't know the uh, back on the treating service employees mm-hmm. a certain way. Um, we can link this article on the on the page and stuff. Yeah, there's a brewery here in Orlando called Rock Pit Brewing. Um, I know you're not a big drinker, Mm-mm. especially Be- not beer. Being a bearded, middle-aged, heavy white guy. I don't have enough beard or man bun or both (laughs) to be a beer drinker. Well, we we frequent or used to frequent the breweries, you know, especially with with Maddie Cakes and Lulu and stuff like that. And uh, Rock Pit's just, I mean, it's another brewery. It's comfortable. You can bring your dogs, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Apparently, in the article, two patrons that were there had a a crap attitude from the get-go. They were crappy with staff and made a big stink about the fact that somebody had their dog in the bar. The hell? And it's, I mean, it's a dog friendly place. Most, and most breweries are. Aren't they? Well, because, yeah, because they're concrete floors yeah. and there's no food and yeah. the brewing area is completely separate. Like from every any, time we go to the bar, the brewery down here in town, there's fucking like 14 dogs in there. Yeah. It's, it's part of the culture. Yeah. Well, the people threw an absolute fit and demanded to talk to the manager Mm-mm. and then the manager ended up being the manager on duty was one of the people sitting at the table that had a puppy and they're yeah. passing the puppy back and forth you know, the, across the table to play with or whatever. Uh-huh. And they threw a fit and said that, you know, they should force all dogs to leave and it's unsanitary and it's this and it's that. And the manager said, no, tough crap. Yeah. And from what I can read, he was still very, you know, cordial yeah. and stuff like that. And they, they claim that they're going to file a complaint and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And they did. Mm-hmm. And then the health inspector came and the health inspector said, you know, you can't have dogs in here. And he's like, no. And the health inspector's like, what? He goes, I understand you're doing your job and you're telling me what you have, what you're saying, but this is why we have attorneys. I'm not kicking anybody's dogs out. Yeah. Smart. I like that guy. But it's, and I mean, again, being appropriate and I understand why you're doing your job and yeah. stuff like that. And apparently the health inspector hung out for a little bit and, yeah. you know, was still pleasant about it and understood where they were coming from. But mm-hmm. Just why do people have to be assholes? Like it's not mm-hmm. affecting your day. It's not ruining they're anything. Probably, they're probably cat people. They might be cat people. And I, I despise cat people. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't despise you. I just think you're weird. I don't, I'm not a cat people. No, I'm just saying in general, oh. I think cat people are weird. Oh, so. you're, you're speaking to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was directed at you, cat people. Got it. So. I thought it would be an interesting idea to... I don't have any idea how the logistics of it would work, Mm -hmm. but you get a group of people together that are quick witted okay, and they're on call. And if there's a brewery or something like that, that has somebody just being a flagrant asshole, Mm -hmm. you send them in. Yeah. You call them or text them or whatever it is. And then you do like 
I did at Wendy's or, or something hey, like man. that. Hey man, why are you being such a dick face? <laughs> what? Uh, uh, who are you? I'm the guy that just called you a dick face. Why are yeah. you being, yeah. you know, I mean, what's, what's the issue with the dog? Are you hungry? Are you, are you a dog eater? Is that, is that your issue? <laughs> and just make, is that what you like to do, sir? You like to eat dogs? You know, and just berate them yeah. without, and if you get thrown out, yeah. you're getting thrown out of the bar that called you to help. Yeah. And still but so some, is the other person. Mun mun on yeah. the side as side. As long as, and, not, as long as you're not having a physical altercation yeah, yeah, and committing yeah. a crime. You know, that, I'm sure it would lead to a physical altercation at one point or another because you're going to run up on somebody in a bar that's just going to be like, you know what? Screw this. And they're just going to punch the shit out of you. That's cool. No, I know. I know. They it's cool with first. you. I'm just saying. <laughs> I could see that happening. And then somebody's like, oh, they called us. They use this service. Oh, it's bad times. I can yeah. see that being bad times. NDA. <laughs> Just sign the non-disclaimer. Yeah. Non-disclaimer. Is that what it is? Disclosure? They're disclosures, yeah. It's the same thing, right? No. Disclosing I mean, disclaims? I don't, I, don't, I don't think those are the same thing. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not a. I'm not either. <laughs> Which, by the way, is my favorite abbreviation on Reddit. What? I am not a lawyer. <laughs> I anal. If you ever see someone write I-A-N-A-L, it's I am not a lawyer. But it'll be, I am not a lawyer, but this but, is my thought on the okay. subject. Yeah. I see that in a lot of the personal finance, like they'll abbreviate, <laughs> you know, I'm not a whatever. I thought you were going to say in the personal ad section. No, I was no, like, no, that might no. have a different meaning. No, yeah, definitely, definitely a different, different meaning. The, uh, but back to being kitten or fucking cat people being weird. Like people that have cat colonies, because we have one here in the neighborhood, and they are. Like, it's cool that they're taking them in and getting them right. fixed and, you know, whatever. But I just don't, I don't understand the the affinity for cats. They're, they're less needy. Oh, well, I uh, guess maybe they're not, they're needy in a different way. I mean, for the most part, like our cat. Cats are assholes. Our cat is weird. Yeah. Our cat's a deaf, long-haired, all-white, blue-eyed Persian. Mm-hmm. And. That's a lot of things to be. Yeah. Checks all the boxes. All the boxes. Fucking white cats. And she's fairly low maintenance. Yeah. I mean, we, we put food in her bowl. She occasionally knocks it off and the dogs eat it. Yeah. But that's it. Like she, and she is, the because she is deaf, Yeah, you can't wake her up. So she gets in the weirdest sleeping positions and you can like yell at her because she literally has no eardrums mm-hmm. or anything. And Ashley's explained that the cat is so loving like she can throw the cat over her shoulder and she's like, I could get in the shower and the cat won't give a shit. Hmm. She's like, cat just doesn't care. Just wants to be held. I had, I had a roommate before I moved back with you the second time. Um, when I lived in Orlando, okay. uh, when Jen and I first started dating and he had a cat and I growing up thought I was allergic to cats, which my I gran- am. My grandparents had a couple of different cats throughout the years and I would always have a hard time breathing and you know, just small issues. It wasn't the smoking. It wasn't the smoking or the being fat. It was. It was only. It was specifically worse when I was around the cat. Um, I would, you know, my eyes would get all puffy and red, whatever. Right. Um, but when I moved in with him, he already had the cat, and you know, for the most part, the cat stayed on his side of the apartment or whatever. Um, but the cat every now and then would just like I'd leave the door open and it would run into the room. And I remember I'd just gotten a brand new Alabama hat and it was sitting on the my little footstool. The cat hopped up on the footstool, looked at me, used her paw to slap my hat off onto the floor, mm-hmm. looked back at me, and then jumped off the footstool and walked out of the room. Like strutted out like she was the baddest bitch in the world. The cat was exerting dominance. It's her yeah, house. Well, listen, I don't like that shit. <laughs> just go shit in its litter box. 
Oh, I never thought about that. That would have been oh my god. And I, just don't tell your roommate. I'd feel bad for him. I I was uh I was a good roommate to him, but I uh, I messed with him a lot. Like I would there was the first month I paid rent, I walked into his room and I got the rent money in all twenties specifically so that I could walk in there. Make it rain. And he was a, well no, he was asleep. And I walked in there and I said I said, Tony and as soon as he like opened his eyes and looked, I slammed all of it in the bed, like just all over the place. And he had made him pick it all up. Yeah, so, I guess you could have just dumped a bucket of nickels on him. Man, that would have been funnier, but way too heavy to carry up three flights of stairs. That's true. So. I always kept stuff on the ground floor. Yeah, I, 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 the only thing I didn't like about that was living on the third floor. That shit was terrible. The so. only thing I didn't like about the third floor was living on the <laughs> third floor. <laughs> the, well, because I had a recliner that, like, you know, a heavier duty, older leather, like real leather mm-hmm. and like metal frame, nice recliner. <laughs> Carrying that bitch up and down the stairs when I moved in and then moved out was terrible. Well, you just throw it off the balcony when you're moving well, out. I, I would actually, what I did was I, I picked it up and like flipped it over so that the cushion of it sat on my head and the, the back of it went down my back. So you were a turtle. So I was a turtle effect. Yeah. I, and I just, I, I did that. I took it off the bed of my truck and flipped it over my head and just pushed my way up three flights of stairs and then did the same thing coming back down. That sounds terrible. It was, it was absolutely fucking horrible. It was the first, it was the last thing I moved in and the last thing I moved out because it was so terrible. I don't remember you having that when you lived with me. I think I brought it straight here instead okay. of taking it to your house just because I had limited room. The the my room at the apartment was like your bedroom and my bedroom combined. Really? Yeah, it was huge. It was absolutely huge. So the uh, cuz I had a room I had like a bed and the recliner and my TV and still had like plenty of room for activities and to do Man. things. It was nice. Just in the great room. Yeah, basically the living room was, you know, twice the size. It was kind of cool. I remember the recliner I had that I think I, I <laughs> depoted that for you, didn't I? Uh is that the one that I broke? Yeah, you were the one sitting that fell in, apart while I was sitting in it. You're sitting in it and you pushed on the arm of the couch uh-huh. outward to yep. try and shift yourself upward and rip the arm of the recliner <laughs> well, off of the The recliner. funny story about that is I was I was shifting in the seat so that I could get my ass up off of it so that when I farted it would be audible and ended up breaking the chair. So suppress the fart sound. Yeah, well I I didn't fart because I was falling and I I forgot about that part of it. So that's 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 you know that's what happens when you when you when you live this fart life things backfire sometimes and you forget that that's going to happen. Also, sometimes you shit yourself. Damn it! Who shit my pants? <laughs> it was me. It was me. I shit my pants. Uh, good times. The uh, well, shit, man. We uh, we're getting close to running our course on this one. You uh, you want to say our goodbyes and get the hell out of here? No. Got any funny stories you want to tell before we take off? I uh, I got a phone call. Oh yeah. So part of what I do with work, mm-hmm. with acquisitions and Get stuff. Get you a million phone calls. Yeah. I mean, we we operate within the law mm-hmm. and we'll send out, you know, I'll send out text messages from lists that we buy and stuff like that. And hey, you know, my name's Travis. I'm buying, I'm looking to buy this. I'm looking to buy that. Blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. If you're selling. He sells drugs. Right. <laughs> not drugs. Wink. Yeah. I'm looking to sell not drugs. Yeah. Uh, but so I got a phone call from a very irritated female. Mm -hmm. And she said something to the effect of, you know, I don't know why you're calling me. And I said, ma'am, you know, I haven't called. I may have sent a text. I, you know, did I ask about a piece of property and, and, you know, selling it. And she went on to explain that she's officer so-and-so and and, and, and I didn't press the issue. I mean, she, she sounded confident enough in the statement. It didn't feel fake. There was no Mm -hmm. quivering in the voice, anything like that. It it sounded like Mm -hmm. someone who, 
just knows that that doesn't matter. Or has rehearsed it. <laughs> Maybe. But I sound confident when I'm explaining my resume to people, but it's because I've rehearsed what it says. Right. I've made this up a lot of times. Yeah. But she she went on to tell me she was an officer, and I, I said, officer so-and-so, you know, I, I can appreciate where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, I don't, I don't feel like you should reach out to me anymore. And I said, that's fine. I have no problem making sure that myself or my company doesn't reach out to you at all. Mm-hmm. Well, you need to tell all your friends. I was like, ma'am, I, I don't have if, friends. if by friends you mean other people who would be doing a similar thing in the same industry, I don't have any influence over what they do and don't do. I can just yeah. tell you as far as my quote unquote list goes, I will remove you from my list, which means I won't interact with you nor will anyone from my company. So then she started pushing the issue again. You need to, you need to, you need to, you need to. And I was like, ma'am, you need to get over it. And she goes, well, if you don't do it, I'm going to come arrest you. And I was, like, I was like, are you? I was like, under what statute? <laughs> and she's like, harassing phone calls. And I was like, well, firstly, I didn't call you. Yeah. I was like, you called me. <laughs> so it's not a harassing phone call. It's a text message. Mm. It's a single text message. It doesn't contain any threats in it. So it doesn't meet that criteria. Yeah. What Florida state statute do you think you're going to come arrest me on? And All she, of them. And she just, you know, got flustered and hung up on me. And, you know, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. But my time as a cop, mm-hmm. very specifically, everybody that I dealt with in training scenarios and, <clears throat> you know, field training and, and ride alongs and stuff. One of the things I told them, don't threaten to arrest somebody unless you know you can actually make the arrest. Mm-hmm. Because then in theory, as you do it more commonly, yeah. now everybody knows you're full of shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, he just said he was going to come back and arrest me, but he never did because he doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. And you don't want to take that power away because everybody wears the same uniform. So yeah. to people in public, you're all the same person anyway. Yeah. So it just, it, oh, you are? Well, I'm going to come arrest you. Okay. Well, it's not a misdemeanor exception, which getting mm-hmm. into the weeds, it's, it's no, not, no, an, no. it's not necessarily an arrestable offense yeah. anyway, yeah. you know, and, and even if you knew what statute you were trying to use. So yeah. just, it was one of those things. And I mentioned it on, on the social media about, Hey, I think I just got a phone yeah. call from, from a cop threatening to arrest me. And everyone automatically went to, um, yeah, I get those calls all the time for people claiming to be the FBI with mm-hmm. my, my taxes. Or the and IRS. I, yeah. The IRS and, or some guy that clearly English is like his third language yeah. and he's struggling with it. it. Says his name's Dave. And there's going to be a warrant issued for your arrest. Yeah. And it's like, all right, well. Pack a lunch and bring some friends. I'll L- be here. Listen, Jagadesh, your name's not Dave. We know it. Dave's not here, man. <laughs> Dave's not here, man. All right, buddy. Let's yeah. get the hell out of here. Okie dokie. We'll catch you guys next week. Uh, in the meantime, don't do anything crazy. Make sure you check us out on all of our social medias and like, share, subscribe, do all of those things. Uh, let us know you're out there. Uh, we love you guys. Don't do anything crazy. Bye. Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, I'm on the wrong screen, I'm on the wrong screen.